Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Bold Beautiful Borderline podcast. My name is Lori, and as always, I'm here with Sarah. And today we're going to just do a quick promo about our Super Feelers Club support group for people who have BPD or just struggle with strong emotions. Um, So we've had two of our little virtual clubs so far, and it has been incredible and amazing. And we've met some really cool people. So I just wanted to come on and make sure that everybody that listens to the podcast is aware that it is open to everybody over the age of 18. Doesn't matter what country you are, open to all genders, um, not diagnosis specific and free, if I didn't say that already. Yeah. So we've had so much fun um, with these first two super feeler clubs. And I think the thing that we're finding is regardless of your skill level or your like how you experience your emotions, the severity of them, whatever, the sense of community that people are finding is so normalizing because I don't know about you, Lori, but I feel like my whole life I've just been having to hide my super strong emotions because they're so overwhelming to people. And here we're all just like, we have strong emotions. So what? <laughs> like everybody's so validating and kind and loving and supportive. And it's just been so incredible to watch this thing blossom. Yeah, I agree. And my absolute favorite thing so far has been, so we don't require people to be on video. We don't require people to speak out loud. And so if you want to talk in the chat, that's fine. And then often we'll read out like kind of, you know, introductions or like main things to the group in case people aren't monitoring the chat. And I remember last time, like our second uh, super feelers club, we had just me, Sarah, and one other person who had their video on at the beginning. And throughout the hour and a half that we were there, every like 10 minutes, an extra person would put their video on. And by the end of it, every single person had their video on and every single person had spoken out loud. And you could just see the level of like comfort and community building throughout. And it was incredible. Like gave me goosebumps at the end when I was like, look, every single person's face is here and they're all comfortable to share who they are and where they're from and all of that. And yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. One of the coolest parts of that for me was we had a participant who said they were really anxious all day leading into super feelers and they regretted signing up and they were just feeling all of this anxiety and discomfort and whatever. And then when they attended, they really opened up. They were super expressive and whatever. And then literally that same evening, they registered for all the future super feelers events. And that just to me is a testament of that community, right? Of like, this is a group of people that just wants to love and support one another because, you know, maybe they haven't always felt loved and supported the way that they needed to up until now. Absolutely. Yeah, that was incredible. And Sarah and I have talked about it in other episodes before where we're saying like, why is dialectical behavior therapy? Why doesn't it have like a peer support model? And I know I've advocated for that before um, up in Canada. And the answer has always been like the liability, the just kind of general, I think, stigma of not being able to kind of manage ourselves. And it's not managing ourselves. The group is so incredible. Like Sarah and I lead it, but we're not doing really much to manage. Like we're just like literally sitting there just in awe of how amazing everybody is and how supportive they all are. And that's kind of it. Like, it's just so awesome. I love it so much. Yeah. I think we're just there for like a brief check-in and a few bad jokes and they're doing the rest. Totally. Um, Okay. So guys, in terms of how to attend, 
uh, all of the future super feelers for the next maybe two or three months, Lori, are live on Eventbrite. You can see that link in both of our bios on social media. Um, it's also going to be, of course, in the um, show notes for this podcast episode as well. And just in terms of your participation, of course, it's free. Of course, it's low barrier. The only thing that we do need from you is a one-time consent form to participate just to make sure that you understand like what we're here to do. We're not here to counsel. We're just here to kind of create community and support for one another. Um, But yeah, Eventbrite will get you to us and then we'll get you the consent form and then come join us. Please register as soon as you can because they will start selling out pretty soon, I think. Um, And we did get some feedback about the dates and the times. And so I know that for people in Pacific Standard Time, it is falling kind of like right around dinner time, which is not ideal. Um, We are monitoring that feedback. So please do let us know if you really, really want to attend and you just can't attend those specific nights. Sarah and I are trying to manage our wellness and our like availability and not get too excited and, you know, host these every day. So just keep in mind that we are listening to that feedback. Um, We just kind of need to figure out what we're going to do there. So at this point, it's usually Monday nights at 6 PM PST. um, But all of the information is on Eventbrite. And just thinking out loud here, Lori, and maybe teasing a future idea, who knows, maybe we will put together some sort of open forum or group where everybody can join online. Maybe it's a Facebook group, maybe it's a Slack page, who knows, but we can get everybody together and keep having that sense of community, even if it's not in a former formal super feelers club event. Just an idea. We'll see where that one goes. <laughs> Sarah and I have a lot of ideas. Even the super feelers club was like a one-off, like, what if we did this? And then the next day, here we are like (laughs) registering people and getting going. So yeah, we're so excited. I don't know. It might be helpful, Sarah, if we kind of talk about the general format, just because I know, like, especially for me, I have anxiety. And sometimes if I don't know what I'm getting myself into, I'm not very likely to register. Um, So we kind of start uh, just with names, pronouns, uh, where you're from, Indigenous land recognition, and kind of a prompt question usually. So I think in the past, it's been um, just things like, why are you here today? What are you hoping to gather from this? And the prompt changes may change, but of course you're always welcome to not answer the prompt question if you don't want to. Um, And then we kind of just go into an open floor. So if anybody has like, I can't remember how Sarah worded it last time, like a win, a struggle, or just anything they want to talk about. Is that how you said it? A win, a struggle, or any kind of peer support that they're looking to just get like advice or thoughts on. And we do this, of course, according to a pretty clear set of community guidelines that we've developed. And we always open that to the group so that the group can add in any community guideline requests that they have as well. And the way that it worked last time was really great because there was somebody who kind of wanted to start and they just shared how they were feeling and why they were there. And then the group just all kind of started to chime in about their experiences with similar things. Um, And it just went from there and an hour and a half flew by. It's just incredible. Honestly, it's so much fun. Yeah. Every, like every night after super feelers, either Lori or I will text each other and just be like, I can't believe we did this thing, this thing. It's just, it's like filling us up. We're just so happy. Um, So yeah, we want everybody to, to join in feel the same sense of like, you're really seen here, right? 
Um, none of us can go through this life and certainly none of us who are super feelers can go through this life alone. Absolutely. And it is drop in. So you don't need to attend every single one. You're not like committing to anything. Of course, we found that the people that attend one often want to attend multiple. And so eventually it'll probably end up being like, generally speaking, a similar group. Um, but no, no problems if you only want to attend one and that's it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should talk about. It's just really fun. And we hope to see you all there is really what I'm trying to say. And if any of you are listeners um, who have heard us talk about skills before and would really like to hear us talk more on skills, we have a whole kind of portion of super feelers every month designated for skills talk. Um, And this last Um, this last week, for example, we started talking on like the tip skill, the please skill, and I'm sending all of the listeners, um, uh, core values inventory tool that I use with all of my clients because we started talking about behavior and if it's values-based or not values-based. So there really is, um, some strong takeaways and some tools as well. Um, of course we're not DBT clinicians. We're just people who have lived experience with DBT and, you know, a unique knowledge of DBT, but, um, that is a skills talk is a big part of super feelers for sure. Yeah, that's a great point. So not everybody that attends has taken dialectical behavior therapy before. Um, but because the group generally resides, like it's usually listeners or people with BPD, Um, a lot of us have. And so it's a great opportunity if you're on a wait list for a DBT program or not sure if a DBT program is good for you, or you're working through the material on your own. It's a good opportunity to just kind of like hear examples of how people are using the skills and, you know, celebrate successes or talk about challenges that you've had trying to implement these skills. So in that sense, it's got that group vibe that I found really beneficial in DBT. So uh, other skills are totally able to be talked about. It just happens to be that we talk about DBT skills most of the time. Yeah. And as many of you know, if you've been through DBT, you know that often they certainly don't promote and even sometimes they don't allow you to remain friends with or connected to people that you've gone through treatment with. And so this program, this non-program, this group, this informal group that we're developing really is in that, like the idea of co-healing, right? We're healing, we're finding recovery together. And um, we don't want there to be any reason why you all can't grow and expand and be friends in group and outside of group. So um, that was just something that was really important to us. And and it was something that frustrated us when we went through DBT years ago. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, because I totally broke that rule, I already know that there's people that I did go to DBT with that are interested in joining this group, which just kind of shows the connection that you make when you meet people who get you. Cause I mean, I graduated DBT like in I don't even know how many years ago, over like six years ago. Right. So those people are still around and still hoping to build connection with other people. So it's awesome. Um, Side note, did you get to choose like a rock or any kind of weird, like item when you graduated as like a sign of your graduation? I have a certificate. Okay. They don't give certificates in the States, but I got to choose like a rock or like a like a quote or something as my, like <laughs> my graduation thing. And it's just a cute, like symbol of, oh man, tonight it's my turn to choose the rock. Like, damn, I really did this. That's cool. I, don't know. I like that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we hope to see you all at super feelers. We love you so much. Thank you for your love and support as always. And we'll talk to you soon.
Hi, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bold, Beautiful Borderline podcast. Lori and I are so grateful that you're here with us on this journey, and we can't wait to dive into more topics in the future with you all about Borderline and even have some more fun and exciting guests to join us on the podcast. If you really enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. We would also love to see you interact with us on social media and on our Patreon page. The links to that are included in the show notes, so check us out there. We would be incredibly honored to get to know you all as you get to know us and our recovery stories. We love you, and we'll see you next time.